And good afternoon, GRN listeners tuning in right now across the South and Central Texas listening area. This is In His Vineyard. I'm your host, Sean Rice. Uh, You're also also your general manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network, South and Central Texas listening area. A very happy Easter to you. Uh, Jesus is risen. Indeed, he is risen. Uh, And I'm so thankful that for those of you tuning in right now from Marble Falls and Fredericksburg, uh, in Kerrville and right here in good old San Antonio and Uvalde, uh, that you decided to um, spend your next, you know, your next hour getting caught up on all things Catholic. Um, we are very grateful for that. Of course, um, joining me is going to be my wonderful co-host Alexandra Kubabatu, aka Alex K. Great to be with you, folks. And yes, on this live and local program, we try to bring you various and informative discussions highlighting different people, ministries, and events going on in the Archdiocese of San Antonio and parts of the Diocese of Austin. And today we'll be speaking with Mark Cruz, and he'll be uh, leading, he and uh, Rodina King Reynolds will be leading a retreat taking place at the Missouri Ranch. Mo Ranch. Mo Ranch, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Mo Ranch. <laughs> I should have asked about that before. <laughs> Apologize. Mo Ranch and Retreat Center in Hunt, Texas, just miles west of Kerrville. And at the bottom of the hour, Patrick Von Dolan of the San Antonio Family Association will be on to discuss some projects they're currently involved with. That's right. You know, all of that sounds great, Alex. Uh, and again, when we have the two guests, uh, you know as well as I do, it goes by pretty quick. So uh, before we get to them and get this uh, you know, program started, uh, let's go ahead and start uh, as we should do in all things, and that's with prayer. So please, wherever you might be, uh, pray, uh, of course, to the Holy Spirit that uh, you may be sensitive to the promptings of the Spirit and pray for that grace, uh, you know, for the wisdom to accomplish His will for you. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for allowing us uh, to be here today and to serve you, uh, to allow us to to know your goodness and to know and love your son. We are grateful for the, his sacrifice on the cross, uh, for his opening up of the gates of heaven. So please hear our prayer, answer our needs as we pray for all uh, the intentions of our loved ones, our family members, and th- those that we truly care for. Our Father who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. St. Joseph, terror of demons. Pray for us. Our Lady of Guadalupe. Pray for us. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, you know, I will ask you, uh, Alex, so yes. tell me about the weekend. Ooh. What did you do? Uh, and how did you spend, you know, Divine Mercy Sunday? Oh, my goodness. Um, well, we were at Mass on Divine Mercy Sunday. But this weekend, we took a camping trip with my girls, uh, with American Heritage uh, Girls Troop 1988, to Inks Lake um, State Park, and uh, that's in Burnett, Texas, and that was an amazing time. I got a good workout out of it and a tan, <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. that's always fun. Um, so yeah, we had a great time. No, that's ladies, awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, so for us, you know, we were 
we're real busy, of course, you know, prepping and getting everything ready for yes. uh, what's happening this, you know, this this week. Okay, know, so Thursday, after all is said and done, <laughs> we've got the Fishers of Men benefit dinner sold out. Oh, wow. It is sold out. Um, <laughs> I mean, God. it's the first time that we've been able to attain that uh, for our event, yes. uh, uh, of course. So, I mean, we are super excited. And to the many of you out there who signed up to attend this event, uh, we are very grateful that you'll be joining us. Uh, for your Thursday evening, uh, but you know, I, I was in communication with Father Callaway, uh, you know, yesterday, yes. um, and he's excited to be joining us. So it's going to be awesome. Uh, also, so what took place and transpired uh, over the weekend on Saturday, uh, the Alexander House, um, you know, was putting on and hosting the first um, Divine Mercy family celebration. In fact, so we got a chance to go out there. We did a, you know, a, um, you know, we we were out there. I did a broadcast, uh, of course, and we had, you know, to hear yes. Father Ken Geraci of the Fathers of Mercy give a 30 minute talk and 30 minute reflection on divine mercy. Uh, it was great. Wow. Yeah. It, it was really great. It was a treat for everybody, uh, and for everyone, uh, who was out there. Um, and of course, Sunday, you know, was, you know, we, we did mass. We did. Um, you know, we participated in, uh, our parish's, uh, divine mercy celebration also at three o'clock. Um, and then of course I had, I usually don't like to do anything on Sunday. Okay. But, uh, you know, I had to get my final preparations done, of course. uh, you know, for, for Thursday. So I was running around trying to, you know, get my, I mean, you know, I had to get some stuff, you know, for, you know, for, for yes, the event coming up. So much, so yeah, much to prepare. That's I right. But you know what? It is a true labor of yes. love. Uh-huh. Uh, and we are excited to, to be putting it on. Uh, it's my first event I've ever planned, you know, Great so, job. yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> but again, you know, I, I've got, you know, um, you know, a ton of people to thank, uh, probably at the top of the list there uh, would be, you know, of course, my predecessor, you know, Mr. Richard Reyna himself, yes. uh, you know, even though he's assumed those uh, executive director duties, I mean, he, uh, you know, he, he's a big help, you know, he is a yes. big help and my wife and, you know, everyone else, the, the volunteers and everybody involved with that. Uh, but before we, uh, you know, go any further, you know, I want to welcome to the program, Mr. Mark Cruz. Uh, he is uh, going to be flying solo today. Uh, Miss Rodina could not make it uh, after all, but I'm sure Mark, uh, you know, has this retreat and all the information the details to it right there at the top of his head. Yes. Uh, so welcome to the program, uh, you know, Mr. Mark Cruz. How are you today? Sean, thank you so much, man. I am great. And, you know, I can certainly uh, sympathize with your first time jitters a year ago when we started this. It was, it was during COVID. We planned Ooh. it all the way through COVID. Oh, my goodness. And then the week, the, the Monday morning before our Friday start, uh, Governor Abbott took the masks off. <laughs> and so, wow. you know, it's, but, but I'll tell you that the next year isn't really any easier. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> because gotcha. you're fine tuning it again. You sure. know, you're starting to fine tune it. Amen to that. Yeah. You know, I was, um, you know, in, in going through this, I was actually telling the, the you know, my, my wife, um, I'm not very nervous about it. I am excited to get it going. But it's always those intricate details, right? Yeah. Those last minute. And, you know, and I want you to t- talk to us about, you know, th- this retreat that you've got coming up and some of those details that go into it. Uh, so if you would, for our listeners, first, let's let's talk about, you know, what this retreat is all about. You know, could you share with our listeners what this re- retreat is? Is it for individuals? Is it for couples? Because uh, it's it's much different than your your, you know, your act retreat, right? Right. Yeah. So could you talk to us about this retreat and what people can expect in attending? Absolutely. You know, that's the amazing thing about this. I had done eight years of Axe, four on team, four as a retreatant. Um, and, and, and I loved Axe. And I thought, 
man, you know, it, it would be great if we could do a retreat for couples. So that was my first thought was mm-hmm. do a retreat for couples. And then it, it just evolved from there. And, and Rodina said, I, mean, I got a topic. I said, well, what? She says, calming the chaos. Because, you know, a year ago, 18 months ago, yes. we were in COVID and things were crazy and people were just disrupted. And I said, man, that's a great topic. And then we're driving out to look at a retreat facility. And the woman we were with, Debbie Joe Allen, uh, said, hey, um, if you guys aren't too too set on calming the chaos in today's world, could I add something? And I said, well, I don't know. <laughs> you, know you know what I'm talking about, Sean? I mean, you're like, oh, here yeah. comes another idea. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and she goes, living with intention. And we just fell out of our chairs. Yeah. It was like, that's so integral to our faith, right? The whole idea that we do things intentionally. We don't just stumble through the day. So that kind of became the guiding principle. And so in in looking for retreat facilities, I was looking for this facility over in New Bronzeville's that I thought I was calling. And no, the Holy Spirit had me calling Mo Ranch. And I'm probably 10 minutes into the conversation before I realize we're not talking about the same place. Oh, <laughs> and I said, well, just come up and see us. You'll love it. And I did. It's an amazing property. Um, it's so scenic and it just lends itself to what we're doing. Um, and so the retreat's going to be at, at uh, Mo Ranch, May 13th through the 15th. And um, it's couples and individuals. Uh-huh. But the, the, the premise behind this, so I had started Theology on the Rocks five yes. years ago, yeah. which is a kickoff oh, from yes. Theology on Tap, right? Uh-huh. But it's the old people. <laughs> you know, and, and, and so uh, we had a beer garden, random beer garden that we met at, but when COVID hit, Everybody shut down, and yes. so we weren't meeting. And and I and what I learned from theology on the rocks was that what Catholics want is to socialize and to develop friendships with other Catholics in a non-campus environment. Sure, right? They want to go out on the town as a group and yes. do something with Catholics. And so, uh, uh, Random Beer Garden, owned by Catholics, they go to C's. I called them. They said, "Yeah." So we're going to random once a month. Uh, the archbishop has come five times out to random. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's just, and people love him when he comes. We've had uh, Father Keeler's come, some other priests. and, and But what I, what, I, what I found out was they like coming early, yes. going to the food truck, ordering something, getting a beer, and just hanging out. And sometimes they're like, oh, Mark, who's speaking? <laughs> and, and they didn't care. They just wanted to hang with other Catholics. Yeah. So yes. as I was creating this retreat, that was the premise of, Let's create something that has that camaraderie, that spiritualization, that connectiveness. So the first thing I said was, we got to have a campfire each night. That sounds nice. nice. Yes. And so every and so then uh, Neil uh, Allen, Debbie Joe's husband, goes, suds and s'mores. <laughs> <laughs> so so that, that, that's what that two-hour block is called, suds and s'mores. And it's kind of BYOB, bring what you want yes. as a beverage. Yeah. And it was amazing last year at 10 o'clock, right? So, so I mean, the average age was probably 65 last year, maybe pushing 69. And um, at 10 o'clock, 38 people were still sitting at the campfire. Really? They had not gone to bed. And, and there was no agenda for the campfire. Yes. It was just campfire. Right. And, and that, that's so integral. And everybody's just, and so there was that connection. And so the other thing I built in uh-huh. was coffee in the morning. Mm-hmm. So we start coffee brewing right out there in front. 
and they have their hotel rooms, and they come out, they get their cup, they go back to the room, and then we have 45 minutes of just coffee before yes. breakfast is ever served. Yes. Then we have, of course, um, our speakers. We we rotate the tables. So as opposed to the acts where you're with the same eight guys the whole time, and there's sure. a purpose for that. It serves a need. Because we're only there for two full days, Yes, we want everybody to get to know everybody. Sure. So we right. break everybody up, and we have an algorithm that rotates everybody through the tables. So you get to have that interaction with new people continually, mm-hmm. and then we have a large block of time in the afternoon. But what's fascinating is the biggest complaint I had last year was no mass. Well, Father Norman had been real clear. Mark, you you can't pull a priest off during COVID who could be going to one of yes. the parishes and uh-huh. serving 300 people for 40 people. Sure. So just don't, don't as well, this year, we're going to open with mass with Father Roger Keeler. Amen. That's wonderful. And I think you're onto something there, Mark, because one of the pillars of evangelization is creating a sense of community. Yes. And, you know, we should always start with that. And part of that socialization or the entire socialization aspect of it is is uh, fostering ev- the evangelizational spirit that leads to now talking about the most serious, more serious and deeper issues related to, to Jesus Christ in our church. So I think that that's, that's a really great approach, and I appreciate that. And, um, you know, building that community, I think, is, is, is integral. So um, let me ask you, how, so you, you stumbled upon, upon this idea, yeah. right? And you've, you know, started the other thing first. And so how has this entire um, path for you um, affected you in your spiritual life? Because it's probably done something for you. Oh, well, it's done something for a lot of us. The interesting thing is last year we had Leroy Ferry, who is a spiritual director through yes. Bishop Mike's program, speak on the topic spiritual friends, yes. spiritual direction. Mm. Because I believe firmly that you have to, you can't just have buddies you play golf with or ladies you drink wine yes. with. You have to have people who you can say, hey, I had a thought about uh, the sermon today, you know, Father Norm said this, and what do you think about that? And, yes. And, or I, I was reading the Bible and I thought about this, or, man, I'm wrestling with something. Yes. You know, and, and, and the problem is we, we, we don't make it a point to intentionally yes. have those friends. So what's happened to me is I've grown tremendously, but so have the other team members. And what was, so one of the things I did was I kept an email list going. I said, hey, if you want to be on the email, I'm going to send things out. Yes. And probably 90% said, yeah, yeah, keep me on the list. And so just sporadically, I would, I have a, a, a Facebook page called Talks with Mark, and I do these little four-minute videos about things. Uh-huh. Um, typically Christian-oriented, predominantly Catholic-oriented, but just thoughts on that, how we behave, how we act, mm-hmm. what the scripture's saying. And, and I would just shoot that out randomly, and I was just surprised no one dropped off that email list in a whole year. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. And yes. so, and so I, I think that, you know, we have to be careful. We don't want to drip on everybody yes. every day. Uh-huh. But I think that they appreciated that continuity and that continuation of yes. the theme of being fed. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the other thing to say. Acts Retreat is story driven. Okay. You know, it's my story. Right. And here's my walk. This retreat is content driven. Yes. There's a purpose. Um, all of our talks, so for instance, I talk on uh, love and forgiveness, and so talk about my growth in the year. Mm-hmm. It's a great talk. I mean, I did it at Axe, and, and, and it's a very powerful talk. Mm. But what's fascinating is this year I realized you can't have love and forgiveness without joy. 
without gratitude. You can't be grumpy and practice love and forgiveness. <laughs> so I've added that into my talk this wow. year. Rodina last year talked predominantly on prayer. Mm-hmm. And what she realized was we didn't touch on chaos enough. And, and you know, sometimes we're afraid to say the devil made me do it. Right. But, you know, we have to get out there and mm-hmm. say that. And so that is now... One of our talks this year is on the idea of what's causing this chaos. Mm-hmm. And it's not just the chaos in the world. You know, the world could be just fine, and we have chaos yes. inside us. Yeah, chaos within. And, and, and that talking to ourselves thing is just so... And, 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 and so we have Father Keeler, but we also have um, Danielle Bean. Yeah, I was going to yeah, ask you about amazing. your guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so Father Keeler's opening with Mass, and then he's going to do a talk. And his talk is about... How do we receive? So, so we've been still, we've prayed, Holy Spirit's talking to us. How do we receive that? Yes. And do we go, oh, yeah, no, that makes, I have to change to do that. Right. <laughs> so it's receptivity. Yes. In both our spiritual receptivity, our mm-hmm. physical receptivity, our social receptivity. Yes, yeah, so being docile to the Holy Spirit. Exactly. Yes. And, and so that's what he's going to talk about. And so then next I talk about love, forgiveness, and gratitude. Um, Rodina talks about chaos and then prayer. And then in the afternoon, we have contacted Danielle Bean. And so talk about the growth. Last year after the treat, we're in COVID and Ascension Press sends Mm -hmm. out, hey, there's a new book coming out called Whisper, Finding God in the Everyday. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, that's my retreat. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. So I pre-order the book and Uh I get the the journal that Mm -hmm. she sends. And it's like, it's like the questions you're going to ask at Table Talk, right? This journal yeah, is, yes. you know, it's like. So um, so we reached out to her and we contacted her. And, and I want to just, in her book, she says, one thing I want to say is that God is with us. Yes. And that's such a key thought. A lot of times we think we're alone. A lot of things, we, he is with us. Now that my life is quieter and slower, I see God and experience God in new ways. After all these years of striving and chasing after God. So she wasn't in denial that he was Mm -hmm. there, but she was trying to work, Mm -hmm. right, to get to him. I feel like I am only just now realizing that the place where God is waiting is right here, and he's been here all along. Mm -hmm. And so to to the growth point of view, I mean, you know, had I not been aware, and, and that's what happens when we do retreats like this, when we have spiritual friends, we raise our level of how we're playing the game. Yes. Right? Now when somebody pulls in front of us on I-10 at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and cuts us off, we're just like, <laughs> you know, God, I, I'm sorry I was in front of it. <laughs> and then <laughs> offer up a, you know, you, my, my, you know my, my experience on yes. 1604 at any given time <laughs> of the go. day. You, you know, I'm like, oh. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and one of the things, we had a, a mission prayer, and it was in her book, and it talks about um, whatever, wherever I am, I can never be thrown away. If I am in sickness, my sickness may serve him. In perplexity, my perplexity may serve him. If I'm in sorrow, my sorrow may serve him. He does nothing in vain. Mm-hmm. And so that person cut in front of us, because they needed to get somewhere that God was trying to get them to, and he knew he could cut in front of me because, you know, I'm a saintly person, <laughs> and, I, and I'm not going to honk and yell and scream, <laughs> right? Or maybe he's trying to teach me the patience that I need in my day, but everything is an opportunity to continue in our relationship. Mm-hmm. 
in our sorrow, mm-hmm. in our pain, in our agony, we can still evangelize. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and community is a big part of that because, I mean, everyone, even the person who cuts us off on the road is part of our community. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. they are. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he saved everyone. Yes. Right, uh-huh. right. We, we, we all have his salvation. Right. And, and yeah, and, and, and that's one thing Daniel talks about is she was so busy um, helping with the poor and taking mission trips. Yes. That she didn't realize that it's the person right next to her who uh-huh. she really doesn't like dealing with. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so she would just kind of cut that person off and go, well, I'm going to go do charity work this weekend, so yes. I'll be good. No, it's everyone, mm-hmm. and he's all around us. Um, and so it, it has been a wonderful growth with this. And, and as a ministry, we want to... Um, continue this year after year. It was so funny after the retreat last year, we had 33 people out of 40 gave us a review, 13 handwritten questions, yeah. no numbers, they couldn't rate us, and we got 33 reviews out of 40 people. You know, I'm and, glad you mentioned the reviews. Could you share with the those tuning in right now, you know, what are some of those reviews? I can't help but think, I mean, they're, they're just you know, overjoyed with probably that experience, especially out there in the in the hill country. Uh, but would you share with us, you know, what some of those reviews are? I will. Um, so these are some of the things people said. The forgiveness and love discussion hit me hard. I needed this. This has been a challenge for me and so very helpful. Thank you. Mm. Somebody said, I learned so much about prayer and I'm taking it home to reinvigorate my prayer life. Brought me back to that special place of peace and joy. Wonderful built-in fellowship and time to take the retreat beyond expectations. What's fascinating is I got a call from a woman the Monday morning, and it was early, and she said, Hey, Mark, I just wanted to tell you the retreat was amazing, but I'm headed into work, and I always play the Divine Chaplet, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, and I will never be able to listen to it again the same way. Mm. We have something a little special that came out of the prison ministry they have taken the divine mercy chaplet with the music mm-hmm. and overlaid the passion and so the scourgings the beatings mm-hmm. the falling the, the, the being nailed to the cross and then the rising yeah. are all in this 22 minute chaplet the first time i ever saw it at a prison ministry at colby within two to three minutes i was crying and within five to six, I was uncontrollably sobbing. Mm-hmm. I could not stop for the whole time because it just, I, I think that once we, you know, this is the 21st century. Yes. You know, we're, we're used to, oh, somebody got shot or somebody drowned. When you think about what he went through, right. ignore just the crucifixion. Mm-hmm. What he went through to lead up to the crucifixion, right. the crowning of thorns, the, the the whipping, the scourging, the beatings. I mean, mm-hmm. once you know that, you're so moved and touched, and yeah, you're going to sin again, but you're going to remember it in the context of as he was going through that, mm. and as he died. Amen. He knew that I would sin Amen. after I knew that. Amen. Oh. Well, and folks, that music means uh, we're going to be taking a quick break. Sorry about that, Mark, to no, cut no. you off like that. Uh, don't change the station. We'll be right back. Is your marriage struggling? Well, regardless of the problems you face, Retrovi can help. Retrovi is a highly successful Christian peer ministry that helps couples heal and renew their marriages. 
The next program in San Antonio begins on May 20th. For more information or to register, go to helpourmarriage.org or call 210-848-3278. This is a Messy Family Minute with Mike and Alicia Hernan. All parents want their children to be happy, but ironically, it's the one thing that we actually cannot do for our kids. Every person has to make the choice to be happy by themselves. What we can do as parents is to teach them what will make them happy and give our kids the self-discipline to choose that path. So what will make our kids happy? First, gratefulness. Children need to learn to appreciate what they have. Second, generosity. Teach them to give themselves away and to live for others. Last, boundaries. Children who have guardrails in their lives know what is expected of them, and this brings security needed for happiness. Make sure to also give your child time. Time to be bored, to make their own fun, and time to make choices. And instill within them a deep foundational knowledge of their identity, knowledge of their own giftedness and vocation. For more resources in our podcast, visit us at MessyFamilyMinute.org. Men, it's time. The Men's March to End Abortion and Rally for Personhood is Saturday, June 11th, the weekend before Father's Day, from 12 to 3 p.m. in Tallahassee, Florida. Men gather at 12 p.m. for the march. All women, children, and families join us for the 2 p.m. rally at the Florida State Capitol. You are needed. Every life matters. Join us on June 11th in Tallahassee. For more information, go to themensmarch.com. And welcome back, folks. This is In His Vineyard. I'm your host, Sean Rice, for the program every Monday at noon. Uh, having and continuing this conversation with Mr. Mark Cruz, uh, he and Miss Rodina King-Reynolds are going to be leading a uh, retreat. Uh, they're in the beautiful hill country, um, you know, just outside uh, of Kerrville, Texas. Uh, they're in Hunt. Uh, this is the Calming the Chaos, Living Intentionally Retreat. Uh, one thing that we didn't get to, Mark, uh, you know, before we went to break uh, was, in fact, how, how do people sign up for this retreat? You know, a, yeah, yeah. What, where can people go? Uh, you know, some of this information that you're sharing with us today is, man, it sounds like this, this thing is going to be, um, you know, just great to really settle the chaos. You know, just coming out of Easter, yesterday celebrating Divine Mercy Sunday, um, I'm sure a retreat in teaching and hearing how you can calm that chaos and live intentionally is just a great follow-up to all these events that have taken place, right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, because it, it you know, we, we go through his agony and then we go through his resurrection and that's such a high and a low. Yeah. And so yes. we're coming down from that and it's like, okay, okay, I, I had Lent, you know, I gave some stuff up, but now I want to do some stuff moving forward intentionally. Yes. And so that's the beauty of how we position this right after the Easter season is so that people can start kind of going, okay, how can I do things on purpose? And what we talked about on the break was my email box is only fed emails from uh, Bishop Barron, Ascension Press, yes. uh, the Catholic Conference. I, 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 I don't get junk email, and the minute I do, I just tell them unsubscribe me. And the yeah. same with my Facebook, my social media. People say, you know, social media is the devil. And 
No, my social media, I've trained my Facebook page to only give me Catholic. Yes. I do some Christian stuff just to yes. kind of, and then I do 66 Mustang. I'm, I'm admitting I've, I have secular, <laughs> I have secular <laughs> desires. And then, and then I do Texas Aggie stuff because that's where I went to school, but that's all that I get. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so I've trained those things so that I'm intentionally building a life. And so one of the things that we do on the retreat is they get so they get they get a journal, a leather bound journal, so mm. they can take notes. After each speaker who has already spoken their talk to me a month mm. before, they get an outline of the talk with the Bible verses. Yeah. So they can stick that. It's it's a it's a mail label size. It mm. fits right in the journal, and they can stick that in their journal That's right next nice. to the notes that they took. Wow. So they can refer to it. <laughs> then on Sunday, we give them a list that each of us have put together of what are our resources? What do we do to pray intentionally? Mm. And so um, mine is very um, social media driven mm-hmm. um, because I think that we don't have to walk away from things. I think that we can still be involved with things that we need to train them. Mm-hmm. And so I have all of that. Um, uh, Leroy has his things that he's gotten for yeah. spiritual directions, what he reads in the morning, what he reads over lunch. You know, and so everyone is bringing these resources. So when they leave, they basically have a, re- we have a table set up. Yeah. And on uh-huh. that table are books that all of us have in our library. Mm-hmm. We bring our libraries and say, hey, take pictures of these books. These are what we read. Yeah. These are what we feed ourselves. And we have another table of books we want to give away. Right. So I may have some book that I've like, you know, read 10 times and I get it and I want to share it. And so we, we tell them, bring any books that you want to share, and they'll be on a table for That's sharing. nice. I love that idea. <laughs> I know. It's awesome. Know. Because then you can always just take pictures. I mean, that's, that's the beauty. It's so funny. I go yeah. to conferences now, and people are taking pictures of the slides. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? Because like, oh, I got to yeah. capture that slide. You're right. And, 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 and so again, and that's the other thing. We don't take their phone or their watch away from them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, we, okay. we give them a schedule. Um, they get their journal. Mm-hmm. The schedule is in it. And they get to keep their phones and their watches. So if they want to take pictures of stuff, man, we're all for that. But um, it, it, it's just, so we're going to have confession. Did I tell uh-huh. you? So Saturday morning, we have three priests coming up from Casa de Padre. And uh, they're going to hear confession. Um, we have adoration. So the cool thing about Mo Ranch, talking about just that location. Yeah. The Guadalupe River runs right next to it. The chapel, the outdoor chapel, is a thousand feet directly above the Guadalupe River, Ooh, wow. and we do adoration at sunset, and we do adoration XLT. So we're, we've got a speaker who will speak. We've got the music that's woven in. What's the XLT? Describe XLT to us. What absolutely. Is that? So within Life Teen, uh, this adoration developed called XLT, and you. It, it, it's one of those things when you see our youth mm-hmm. so into the Eucharist and, and our faith. It just, it, it, it stirs you. I have been to, so we have, we have a very active life team at St. Peter's. Mm-hmm. And um, um, XLT has music and it's uplifting stuff. Um, and so as opposed to the standard stuff that we play in music ministry at the Mass, this is more uplifting, uh, pre-recorded type of stuff. And it's played about every two or three minutes. So there's, but the kids will be laying in adoration on the floor at St. Oh, Peter's. Posture. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, and it's just, and, and, and then you always have a speaker who gives some talk that is uplifting yeah. and, and kind of aimed at them. So, you know, encouraging, yes. uplifting. And so that's what XLT is. Sure. It's just a, 
like a guided uh, adoration moment time. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because right. kids kind of need that. I mean, a structure s- until some, they get it. And, yeah. Until they internalize it. Yeah. Right. Right. And right. so, I, I love um, nice concept. And, and so, we're going to have that same thing out uh-huh. there. Um, Deacon Dell Yulberg will do adoration, yes. and then uh, Neil Allen is going to. Um, but you would ask me, and I apologize for you. So you asked me how they can get in touch with us. So it is on your website. I, I moved this um, this picture of the of, of the flyer to your website or, or to your Facebook page. Sure. And then um, 916-224-6688, easy number. Um, that's my uh, cell phone. They can just shoot me a text, and I'll send them the information that they need to register. You know what's funny is we um, uh, somebody goes, well, don't you have a website? <laughs> <laughs> I said, you know, I was so busy planning the retreat, I didn't realize I needed a website. <laughs> and 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 and, and uh, so so this next year, that's kind of one of our checklist items is to build a website yeah, so that people can just go to it and yes. register and pay and do all that stuff there. You know, let me ask you something, Mark. Um, you know, I've, I've known you for for about a year now, and you know, you do quite a few things uh, out there. Uh, you know, at at um, St. Peter and Bernie. In fact, you know, what can, you know, what, what continues to motivate you, um, in, in being involved, not just in this, but you're involved, of course, with, uh, like you said, Colby Prison Ministry earlier. Uh, you were, you know, you take the lead on the, you know, St. John Bible, uh, you know, display and whatnot. What continues to, to, what motivates you to, to be involved and do what you do? So I firmly believe that through our confirmation and through the catechism and through our baptism, we are called, and we are called to evangelize. We are called to uh, put out the good word. However, we're not all called to be Richard Rania or Sean Rice or Alex Kay or Patrick Van Dolan. We're called who we are, and, and it requires that we step out just a little. And so... I wasn't doing this stuff 15 years ago. Yeah. Well, again, folks, uh, you can find the information on our Facebook group page. Um, This is Mark Cruz. Thank you, Mark, for joining us today. Uh, We're taking a quick break, and we will be joined by Mr. Patrick Von Dolan of the San Antonio Family Association. Don't change the station. We will be right back. Catholic Radio was there for me when I needed it. Even though I didn't think I needed it, it was there for me. I want everybody to know that I'm giving, not so that I can sit there and say that I gave to GRN for any other reason but this. I want that radio station to be there for anyone else who needs it also. They may not think they need it, but it's going to be there for them, whether it's in the future, whether it's right now. I want that radio station to always be there for them, just like it was there for me. The Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Have you ever wondered how it would be possible to make your cup of coffee an even greater joy? Coffee of the Cross brings you great coffee for a great cause. We roast on Mondays and ship on Wednesdays direct to you from Nicaragua. All proceeds go to fund the Mountain of Peace Shrine, inspired by St. John Paul II, where thousands of people come on pilgrimage to pray for peace and consecrate themselves to Our Lady. Coffee of the Cross is a nonprofit project of the Diocese of Matagalpa with the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal. Fill your cup with Coffee of the Cross, knowing that you are employing families and conserving a natural treasure, the Mountain of Peace Shrine. 
Please visit coffeeofthecross.com for more information and to purchase your coffee today. That website again is coffeeofthecross.com. Instead of fighting the crowds, isn't it so much easier to hop online and do your shopping in the comfort of your own home? Did you know that you can help the Guadalupe Radio Network when you shop online? All you need to do is shop on Amazon Smile and 0.5% of your purchase goes to the GRN. Just go to AmazonSmile.com and select La Promesa Foundation as your nonprofit of choice. La Promesa is the parent company of Guadalupe Radio. It's that simple to give a little extra help to the Guadalupe Radio Network. And welcome back, folks. Just got done wrapping up a conversation, of course, with uh, Mr. Mark Cruz. Um, so for more information, again, go to the Facebook uh, you know, page. Um, you know, that's going to be uh, there uh, on our group page. That's going to be on you know, Mark Cruz's webpage. Or you can just call up here and find out. Our second guest is going to be uh, Mr. Patrick Von Dolan of the San Antonio Family Association. He's going to come on to discuss uh, you know, some, of the, uh, you know, some of the things uh, that they're involved with right now. I think currently uh, there is a bond election coming up, uh, and of course, as uh, you know, as Catholics, uh, it, it is our responsibility uh, to you know, to, in in our practice uh, in in the civic life and the public life uh, to be aware of these items uh, as they come to us, so we can be properly informed. So, uh, without further delay, you know, let me welcome Mr. Patrick Von Dolan uh, to the program. Patrick, glad to have you on today, brother. How are you? It's great to be back. Happy Easter. Happy, Happy Easter, Easter, indeed. Uh, you know, I want to ask you, because uh, of course, you know, uh, I want to make sure that we get as much information out there as possible. Uh, you know, tell us what's going on. You know, tell us what's going on. Tell us why as Catholics this is important to us, because I know your faith is extremely important to you, uh, and you're on the front lines, man, uh, you know, dealing with, you know, with, with these, um, you know, items of, um, you know, taking place in, in the public life, in the public square, uh, and you and your, you know, your, your apostolate, you know, the San Antonio Family Association, you guys are on the front lines, so help us out with all that. Well, thanks for having us. And, and uh, on behalf of San Antonio Family Association, I want to welcome and say uh, hello and happy Easter, everybody. Had a, a great day to celebrate yesterday and the second Sunday of Easter with, with Easter Sunday and Amen. help remove some of that chaos that Mark was talking about in, in, your, in yes. your earlier session. So, um, and a happy belated birthday to my wife. I'd be remiss if I didn't do that. That's right. <laughs> on April 21st, uh, yes. anniversary of Battle of San Jacinto and Aggie Muster Day. My wife, happy, celebrated her, her birthday. And so uh, it was a great day. So, um, Amen. happy birthday to happy. Uh, if we could... Uh, as we like to do everything, is start off with a prayer. I know you already prayed in the first half hour, but if we, if it'd be all right with you, oh, yes. I'd like to do that because this prayer is particularly relevant to uh, what we're going to discuss today. So uh, if uh, you would enjoy me, this is a prayer asking for the intercession of Venerable Father Anthony Marhill, who is actually the patron and apostle of Texas, as declared by Pope Gregory the Sixteenth in 1836. And so, Sean, I know, a smart man you are, I know, you know, 1836 was a year of independence for Texas and how brilliant it is that the Holy Father at that point in time, Pope Gregory the 16th, had the foresight and the wisdom to be able to proclaim a patron apostle of Texas for a new independent nation in uh, in the Republic of Texas. How cool is that? Uh, that's, that's very cool. Yeah. I didn't and, know um, that. So uh, that means that priest's name is Father Anthony Marhill. And so if you would, uh, we'll, we'll begin in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord Jesus Christ, your apostle Antonio Marhill left his homeland to bring the gospel of salvation to the people of Mexico, Texas, Louisiana. He endured every hardship and pain for love of you. 
May you graciously deign to reward your servant Marhill by haste the day will he be raised the honor and blessed and saint. We ask that Father Anthony Marhill intercede for us before you, God the Father, by answering this request of helping Catholic Christians and all people to come to the realization of what a responsible citizen is to rightly form their conscience and go and participate in the public process of voting for our elected officials who govern us in this, in this republic we live in of America. Help us to um, be able to ride for our families and our vocations, our businesses, its employees, and, and uh, our apostolates to be able to intercede for our benefactors and all those intentions we have through the missions of Guadalupe Radio Network, San Antonio Family Association, and all the people of goodwill helping you spread your good news in and around the city of St. Anthony that will bear fruit that will last. Oh, Father Antonio Marhill, you dedicated your life to expand the Catholic faith in these lands of Central North America. Look upon us now in this terrible crisis that ravages the church. Help us to preserve intact the treasure of our faith and give us a strength similar to yours to combat the enemies of the Catholic name inside and outside the church. And for this special intention of helping all Catholics desire to become rightly formed in their consciences to go and vote a rightly formed conscience. To faith, we protect, defend, and promote the family so that we can help rebuild a culture of life, freedom, and responsibility, marriage, and family, and help our public officials desire to be empowered to fulfill their duty to protect life, liberty, freedom of speech, religion, conscience, legitimate defense, and acknowledge and uphold the true nature of marriage and the family, to protect and foster them, to safeguard public morality, and promote domestic prosperity in the city of St. Anthony and throughout Bear County and the state of Texas so that each person can pursue actual happiness. We ask this in the name of Jesus Christ and through him. Amen. 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 Anthony Marhill. Pray Pray for for us. us. Wow, that's a great prayer. I really enjoyed that. And man, I I I didn't even know about, you know, him as our, you know, the patron saint of the, you know, Texas. Well, and I I have here is, uh, as well as Archbishop Patricio Flores, pray for us. The, uh, it was his, uh, Archbishop Patricio Flores actually uh, approved a personal uh, devotion to wow. our to uh, Father Anthony Marhill, and Ooh. so that's actually we we still need to get our our prayer card printed up with that on there. Yeah. But, but uh, Archbishop Patricio Flores approved that personal devotion uh, to Father Anthony Marhill, and uh, so it's it's one that we should be promoting because he's because a lot of priests actually uh, were upset not not upset in a bad way, but they were a little envious when. But uh, St. Una Pedaceta became a saint. They, he leapfrogged uh, Anthony Marhill. But Anthony Marhill actually preceded him when wow. coming to the, the States. Yeah. And uh, so very much the same. They both established missions in the States. Uh, Ashi Una Pedaceta in California and then Anthony Marhill in Texas and Louisiana. Right. And, uh, but, but he got leapfrogged by, by uh, but we <laughs> wow. can help catch up because Texas is the biggest state in the union, the number one state, and we can help promote uh, Father Anthony Marhill and his calls for canonization. Amen. Uh, now, of course, you know, in, in dealing, well, with only having, uh, you know, about 15 minutes left, I really want to get to the meat and potatoes of our conversation today and having yeah. you here, Patrick. And, uh, you know, and that's with some of these, uh, you know, bond elections, uh, you know, that we've got, um, you know, can you tell us, can you inform our listeners uh, what is taking place right now? Uh, is it impactful for the entire city of San Antonio? Is it impactful to, you know, maybe just different districts of the city? Uh, can you share with yeah. us, you know, what exactly is going on? Absolutely. And so I want to begin, uh, other than that prayer, the next thing is something from faithful citizenship from our own bishops in the USCCB is that laymen should also know that it is generally the function of their well inf- well-formed conscience to see that the divine law is inscribed in the life of the earthly city 
from priests, they may look for for, spirit, for spiritual light and nourishment, since they have an active role to play in the whole life of the church. Laymen are not only bound to penetrate the world with a Christian spirit, but are also called to be witnesses to Christ in all things in the midst of human society. And in, it goes on to say, in the Catholic tradition, responsible citizenship is a virtue. Amen. Responsible citizenship, responsible citizenship is a virtue. A little tongue-tied there. Uh, but... So how important it is that we play a role in the civic government? And right now, we are in election season. And the, what's upon us is two different elections uh, this this next uh, 30 days. And the first is on May 7th, is uh, a Texas constitutional, municipal bond, and school board elections in and around the state of Texas. And for, for us in, in Bexar County, um, you have elections going on with the city of San Antonio and the bond election. You have bond elections in... Uh, different other cities because there's about 18 other cities in the in Bexar County. Now, for those elections, is the first day of early voting today for it, that? It is today is the very first day of early voting. That's what I thought okay, and it goes till May 3rd, and then election day is Saturday, May 7th. And so there's a lot on the ballot right now uh, for different bond elections and everything. So there's two Texas constitutional amendments, and uh, we uh, as we put out a voter guide uh, on this case. Uh, because on the propositions, the Texas Constitutional Amendment and the bonds, uh, we're actually, even though we're a charitable nonprofit, we can actually put out a recommendation on those things because it's not about candidates. And and um, so uh, you can go to San Antonio Family Association dot com and look at look at that information. Uh, but then also on there's candidates on the on mainly for school board and different things. So really big things. So the Texas Constitutional Amendment elections, there's just two propositions on there, and they're both about uh, reducing our uh, taxes in this case. And so they're both good. And uh, anytime we can reduce taxes is a good thing. And um, uh, in this case, for seniors and disabled, uh, Proposition 1 and Proposition 2 increases the ad valorem taxation for public school pur- purposes from 25000 to 4000 So it gives you a greater exemption. They don't start taxing your house until after 40000 So it, it gives you a little tax break. Uh, But the biggest one in the county is the city of San Antonio bond elections. And there are one, two, three, four, five, six. There are six, and they're they're labeled A through F. And the first one's for streets, bridges, and sidewalks. Proposition B is drainage and flood control. Proposition C is parks and recreation. Proposition D, library and cultural facilities. Proposition E, public public safety facilities. And Proposition F, affordable housing. And affordable housing didn't become an issue on city on the city until recently, when uh, it was passed to become part of the charter. The city would take into affordable housing. Before that, affordable housing was not part of the city charter, and the city charter was established in 1951. And we became a uh, what they call a home rule city, where we we have our own constitution. Even though we're in, under the statute of Texas, we have our own constitution called a city charter. And um, so that affordable housing is a relatively new phenomenon. And um, so on that, uh, that people, we encourage people to get, educate themselves. But so interestingly, when the last bond, city bond was passed in 2017, was $800 million. Mm-hmm. And that took us a whole nother level of debt. And so we're seeing a time where if it wasn't for the growth of population, we're facing a time where our total city revenues are really not increasing at the level we need to be need to be able to support these these additional bond measures. And uh, so even at 800 million back in 2017, the interesting thing was in 2017, they proposed a number 
for 2022, which we're in, and 2027, which is coming in five years. And at that time, the city charter said you could only pass a bond election, have a bond election, and pass it every five years. And so, what? Any idea what they what they said what the bond package was was would be in 2022? Back in 2017? Mm, no. Because it's currently they proposed it at 1.2 billion dollars. It's a total package of 1.2 billion dollars. A lot of money. Wow. And so our city budget uh, is only at two billion dollars in uh, annual city budget. But the um, it was proposed at 568 million dollars five years ago. The 2022 bond package was 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 proposed at 568 million. So that was just proposed. It's just a number in the sky they came up with. And now it's 1.2 billion. And I would tell you, and I would uh, candidly tell you. They don't know where they're going to actually spend this money right now. Mm. This is pie in the sky stuff. And it's really egregious at this point because of the debt the city of San Antonio has taken on and the burden that all ta- all residents of the city of San Antonio bear as a result. Uh, they're saying this won't in- end up in a tax increase, but I would encourage I would encourage you to look deeper. Go to SanAntonioFamilyAssociation.com, read, read more, because tax increase could, could very much take place. Mm-hmm. And uh, in this time of high inflation that we're facing right now, Everything costs more from the gas pump and then all food and everything else. So these are difficult times for people and how important it is to to make sure that we keep them grounded uh, through radio for your, for your soul, uh, but also to, to know who is, what's really good for them. And so go to SanAntonioFamilyAssociation.com and uh, find out more information on voting there. So the the other things that are out there right now is uh-huh. Chavano Park has a has an election, Castle Hills has an election, Alamo Heights has all the a, municipalities, all the different municipalities yeah. as well. So it's yeah. it's really important people people to look go to Barry Elections mm-hmm. we, uh, website and find out if they have a vote that's going on and early vote if you can, but most importantly vote on Saturday May seventh. That's actually the best time to vote is on election day. With all the election fraud that's going mm-hmm. on throughout America and even in Bear County, <clears throat> the best way to minimize it is right now that we can control is vote on election day. Yeah, that's the best recommendation we can make. You know, let me ask you something, Patrick. Uh, for maybe someone tuning in right now, thinking of themselves, um, you know, all these you know numbers that you know we 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 hear about these dollar amounts. I mean, it never seems real to anybody, you know, uh, you know, maybe tuning in. Yeah, it's or, not you know, their money. Yeah. Right, it's not their money, <laughs> right. Yeah, so as an informed Catholic, as someone, you know, and that's what we strive to be, uh, informed Catholics, when we go into that, that voting booth, um, why should, you know, the lay Catholic, the lay person, uh, you know, tuning in right now, uh, why should they care? You know, wh- how does this impact their life? Well, I, I appreciate that insightful question. <clears throat> not only does it impact your life, Financially, but there's a lot of things that these these dollars are being used for incorrectly now in a bad way. Sure. Back before 2011, the city of San Antonio itself, without regard to all the others, used to be a much more wholesome run city. <clears throat> and in 2011, we saw it change, and that's actually why we started the San Antonio Family Association back in 2011, just over 10 years ago, that to respond to bad public policy that was anti-life anti-marriage, anti-freedom, yeah. mm-hmm. anti-faith. Yeah. And we have now a city government in the city of San Antonio that is uh, has made measures, passed measures that is contrary 
to the teachings of the Catholic Church, sure. contrary to what's good for the individual and contrary to the common good that will inevitably lead to long-term domestic failure. So if you care about your kids and grandkids and the environment they're going to grow up in, right. you need to care about this because I know we're all busy with our lives right. and, and leading very busy lives, everybody, and you got to take time to do this. Take your children with you. Make it, a, make it a family outing to go and vote together. So one of the most important elections that's uh, going on right now in this May 7th election is school boards. Yeah, we've, tell all us about seen, that. Yes. we've all seen a lot of information come out about school boards across the nation. But I will tell you right here in San Antonio, one of the most important, the biggest, largest school boards in this area, there's 16 school districts in the city of San Antonio, just in San Antonio alone. And the largest one that's up for uh, election right now is Northeast Independent School District, mm-hmm. which I happen to be a resident in Northeast Independent School District. We have nine children. Um, all of our children, except two, have been in the traditional ISD programs, and the others are in a public charter school. And uh, But we have fought this since early uh, 2016, and the promotion of radical age-inappropriate age and graphic sex education, and it's been terrible. And so on May 9th, 2016, the Northeast Independent School District voted a new sex ed curriculum. Now, go back to educate, take a step back and Texas statute and education code 28.004, they, uh, the state law does not require any ISD to teach sex ed. It is elected upon by yeah. the administration. And so parents need to speak up, and I highly encourage you to at this point in time, because it's, it's not about the birds and the bees. It's not about anatomy. It's yes. about it's about grooming. It's about sexual grooming. And yeah. Matter well, of fact, when they when they passed it in May 9, 2016, they adopted Planned Parenthood California's sex education curriculum for Northeast wow, ISD. So wow, anything from California, we ought to be saying no to. Right. And and particularly, but anything from Planned Parenthood as well, because it's not yeah. about Planned Parenthood. It's about planning promiscuity. Sure. And planning promiscuity helps make them money because what comes as a result is abortions. And so they're in our schools, and we have to change this. So some of the people that are up for election, uh, the three that are uh, three districts, districts two, three, and seven, which district two is Roosevelt High School, district three is Lee High School area, and district seven is Madison High School area. And all three of those people that were not on the board when that, that vote was taken, but they have all since, the incumbents have all since made a, a statement in their support of the sex education curriculum that's in there called yeah. Draw the Line, mm-hmm. Respect the Line. It's a bad curriculum. Yeah. And so they need to be examined. They need to be questioned, and there are de- there are good challengers that in that race yeah. that are worthy of consideration. Because the only way to change our, and protect our children from being sexually groomed is to have new leadership, and and that new leadership is required. That's going to have a backbone. We were um, fortunately uh, there was um, in twenty twenty there was one pro life uh, candidate elected, and um, he's not up. For, they're not up. For, that district's not up for election right now. Um, but um, that person's been solid, but that's one out of seven. Yeah. And so we, to end up to change the Northeast Independent School District, you have to get a majority. Right. And out of seven seats, there's four. So actually, if all three good candidates were elected uh, this time, then uh, you would have a majority between that three plus one is four, if my Aggie math is correct. And, uh, <laughs> the, uh, but there's a chance to protect our children because right now what's happening is uh, the superintendent of Northeast ISD says they're not teaching any critical race theory, but that's not true. They've, mm-hmm. inter- they've interwoven it into other subject matters. I had a, a child that went through Lee High School in the STEM program, uh, science, technology, engineering, math, and they wove that stuff into everything, yeah. and we had to fight it. So 
parents are so busy they don't necessarily know what's going on right. in the in the classroom mm-hmm. and, right. and even northeast ic you go oh they're they're they would they would never do anything like that they right. are right and you know i, I would add uh, you know from the catechism itself you know catechism 2252 parents have the first responsibility for the education of their children in the faith prayer and all the virtues they have the duty to provide as far as possible for the physical and spiritual needs of their children. So you're, you're absolutely... Yeah, thank you for saying that. That's yeah. fantastic. And so what we have is we're an educational, charitable nonprofit. We have an event tomorrow night in a... Um, we're teaching on what's happening in school systems, Northeast Independent School District, particularly on the grooming and this current status of education mm-hmm. in Northeast ISD tomorrow at 6 p.m. And uh, if you send us an, invi- a, an email at info at San Antonio Fam Association.com, INFO at San Antonio Fam Association.com, you can RSVP. And uh, we're actually having it. Uh, that. It's going to be over at the Christopher Hall at St. Mark's Parish in a 1602,000 Oaks. But email us your name and mobile phone number and email address and, and who's going to be and who's going to be attending. We need to have that. We have to have RSVPs required. And uh, so we have an opportunity uh, to educate parents on yeah. what's going on. And it will take into account, everybody's got their tax appraisal notices as well. We'll address one slide yeah. in regards to their Bear County property tax appraisal districts. And then we actually have an education seminar coming up on next week, Wednesday, May 4th, mm-hmm. uh, about how do you prop, how do you deal with your property taxes and can you protest them can can you legally do that and you can and so we'll have two seminars one tomorrow night Tuesday and uh, that's uh, April 26th and that'll be from 6 to 8 p.m. Go to info at San Antonio Family Association to register and uh, come join us about education find out the status of what's happening in the NEISD and then next Wednesday May thir- May 5th May 4th excuse me May 4th Wednesday May 4th will be on Property tax protest education. So I know if you're like me, property taxes went up over fifty thousand dollars mm. yep. in appraisal. It's <laughs> yes. outrageous. Yes. I have a friend uh, who, who's been very active with her dove hunt and um, and been on the show here. His went up one hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Amen. Well, that yeah. music means uh, we are out of time. Patrick, thank you so much uh, for sharing all that information. Again, for more information on the the election, the bonds, and everything yeah. uh, else going on like that, go to San Antonio Family Association dot com. Uh, that's going to do it for us today. We will catch you next Monday. Um, you know, we'll be joined by Father Ed Hoff to discuss the yeah. month of Mary. Awesome. So uh, we'll be uh, you know we'll be returning next Monday. God bless you, and please pray for the success of the Fishers of Men dinner. Hi, this is Annie Carto. I'm a Catholic singer-songwriter. You can find me online at www.anniecarto.com. Thank you for listening to KJMA 89.7 FM on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. God bless you. Hi, this is Donnie Walker with Donnie Walker Real Estate powered by Keller Williams City View. Proud supporters of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Through the intercession of the patron saint of real estate, St. Joseph, we strive to follow his example on how we take care of our clients. For more information, please consider calling us at 210-378-0878. 210-378-0878. Thank you and God bless you. And St. Joseph, pray for us. This is Dale Offwist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever heard someone say that the church needs to keep up with the times? 
G.K. Chesterton says that all this talk about keeping up with the times has been uttered hundreds of times before. To be up to date, he says, is a paltry ambition, except in an almanac. The church certainly does not need to imitate the secular world. In fact, what does the word secular mean? It does not mean worldly. It does not even mean irreligious. To be secular simply means to be of the age, that is, of the age which is passing. And in the case of anyone trying to keep up with the times, the age that is already past. So what the word secular really means is dated. The church's truth is never out of date because it is eternal. Want more than a minute? Chesterton.org Shining the light of truth on the path of salvation. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Thanks for listening to KJMA 89.7 Floresville, San Antonio. On the Guadalupe Radio Network in South Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Catholic Radio for your soul. Heard also streaming on grnonline.com and on your smartphone.